Right, let's just start with prayer. We're just going to press into the Word today and just be encouraged at what the Father is doing within our lives. And, uh, you know, in the midst of everything that's going on in the nations of the world, you know, what report do we believe? We want to believe the report of Yehovah. In the midst of this pandemic, we just proclaim the victory in Messiah. We speak protection. We also pray for those who are hurting. Father, we just come aside and pray for those who are hurting, those who have lost their loved ones. Father, there's so many people across the nations that are suffering uh, because of the loss of family members and those who are sick as well. And Father, we, we thank you that you are the answer. We thank you, Yeshua, that you paid the price, that it's by your stripes that we are healed. And we want to release your healing power uh, in our lives. And we also want to stand in the gap for those that we know and intercede for those who are broken, hurting, and going through tough times at this time. How important is it that we pray? It's vitally important that we, we carve out time within our day to press in in prayer. And, uh, you know, what we're going to talk about tonight is we're going to talk about walking in destiny. But the areas we're looking at tonight is living our life on purpose. You know, walking on purpose. You don't just wait for things to happen. Uh, but we set, uh, we set our, our face like a flint. You know, we talked on last week about, you know, going forward. We are not in this uh, walk to backslide. You know, we're not going to look back. We make a decision that we're going to press forward and do what it takes to live uh, a godly life and to see his kingdom come and his will done within our lives. Welcome, Cassandra. Good to see you. And we've got Ian there in the UK. Welcome, Ian. Hope you're doing well today in Lincolnshire. Hallelujah. Good to have you with us. So, you know, what we're saying, and, you know, Ian, he especially knows this. Uh, him and his wife are great uh, prayer warriors and uh, standing in intercession and pressing in. And, you know, it's great having people who will encourage others to pray and to get into prayer rooms and get into places where we are pressing in for the needs of others. It seems to be an area that's so sidestepped today because everyone's just dealing with their own personal relationship with Jesus, you know. Oh, it's my walk with Yeshua. And, uh, you know, I've just got to make sure I'm all right in the presence of God. And, yeah, look at the opportunities we are missing to have a genuine love and uh, compassion for the brokenhearted and those in need. You know, what is intercession anyway? It's not. Uh, it's not that the person might be asking you for prayer, that can happen. But a lot of the time you're interceding on behalf of another who has no intention of praying. You know, you're you're pressing in and petitioning heaven for the salvation of someone who doesn't desire to be saved at this moment. We're asking the Father to claim uh, the lives of our loved ones for Yeshua. You know, we're stepping out. It's intercession. That's what takes place in intercession. We are coming before the Father and we are applying the promises of Yehovah over the lives and the needs of others. And I want to encourage you in this season, press in to intercede for the needs of others. Don't always be spending your time thinking about what your needs are. You know, as I was traveling across America, I was telling people, you know, get your get your paper right down 
all your needs and, and just build them up so you don't end up going through the week where you spend all your time just dealing with your woes. You know, get them written down, bring them before the Father, have a wave offering, and then say, Father, here I am. How can you use me? How can I stand in the gap for the brokenhearted? Hallelujah. So we're dealing in this series with things like rejection. You know, over these last few days, we've talked about when you are walking in destiny, you are going to face rejection. And many people back out in the place of rejection when they're on the journey. Oh, no, no, you know, did you hear from heaven? Did you get a word from heaven? You know, you can't manipulate someone's walk of faith. They've either got it to move forward uh, in the things of the spirits or, you know, you watch how far people will go in the spiritual life and the spiritual walk. And what we want to do is we want to build up our stamina in the spirit to be effective. Uh, the other week we talked about growing in prayer, you know, where prayer is not just, well, you know, I'm just going to spend 45 minutes in prayer. You know, you go to somewhere like Nigeria and, you know, they're thinking about, you know, how many days of the week are we having an all-night prayer meeting? And, you know, in the West we might be thinking, all-night prayer meeting? You know, can't we just get on a Zoom call for a half an hour and start dealing with our prayer needs? You know, moving in prayer is a little bit like running. You know, you've got to build up the stamina, build yourself up. Because, look, it, you, you use a lot of energy uh, when you are uh, praying and interceding. You know, you can come out of really pressing in and be emotionally mentally, physically exhausted, and you need to recover from those times. But the more you focus on pressing in in prayer, the stronger you become, and the more powerful your prayer times become, and you will achieve greater things. So don't give up in the place of prayer. Press in. You know, I like it when I'm out walking with the dog. You know, I might go for a one-hour, one-and-a-half-hour walk most days, and just pressing in in prayer and just praying in the Spirit and listening and pressing in and, and just asking the Father, what are you saying to me on this walk? What things do I need to pick up at this time at the beginning of the day, you know? So, you know, that's after I've had my time in the Word and stuff. I, I take the dog out for a walk. Anyway, but we've got to press in and grow. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, testimony tonight and walking in faith and the importance of prayer when you hit that place where it looks like the barrier says you can't go any further. And, you know, when you see that barrier, what's that barrier? The barrier is the natural world, the natural realm. When you're thinking about provision, when you're thinking about your substance and sustainability, and, you know, you hit that wall. How can I be sustained past this moment to, to walk in the plan of Yehovah. How do I move past this stage? How do I break into the next realm? The next part we talked about uh, the other day was commissioning, receiving the commission from Yehovah. Stay in Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. You know, we are celebrating today uh, Jerusalem Day. You know, it was 1967, uh, the six-day war that took place and the conquering of Jerusalem. And, you know, I never, you know, look, I understand why they did it, but, you know, it doesn't make sense from a, a biblical perspective. Imagine taking over 
the Temple Mount and all that area, and then giving it back, you know? Uh, press on. You know, it's like hitting that wall saying, okay, I think we've just gone a little bit too far in the natural, but how are we meant to walk in the spirit? But, you know, modern-day Zionism and the spirit of Zionism is not meant to be in control of Jerusalem anyway. It's biblical Zionism. We're not standing in the gap for democracy. And yes, we will pray for Israel today. And, you know, we will minister to the Jewish people and to the Israelis in the land. Yes, it's so important because there is a mighty testimony that has to rise up in this land, as well as seeing those of faith in the nations coming alive. And, you know, one of the scriptures the Father gave me uh, before I, I share a testimony, the scripture the Father gave me uh, for today was uh, Isaiah 62 on the restoration of Israel. And I'm just going to read verse 1 right now, and then we're going to come back to it a little bit later on, you know, probably about 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, because <laughs> we're having an all-night prayer meeting. Hallelujah. It says, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her righteousness shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a blazing torch. Oh, man, I tell you, I'm just reading one verse and I'm getting fired up already. Look how much, how much fire is in this verse. For Zion's sake, for the sake of Zion, not for your sake. Oh, you know. You know, what's my need? What do I need to go through? This is why we've got to get out of ourselves to press into the things of God, to be involved in the works of the Holy Spirit, to bring transformation to our generation. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet. Till her righteousness shines out like the dawn, her salvation, deliverance, like a blazing torch. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. What's this blazing torch that we see at Shavuot when we look at Mount Sinai and we see the events that take place when when Yehovah speaks forth the commandments over his people, the kadupa, the, the kaduba, the conditions of marriage, hallelujah, being released. Thank you, Father. So, you know, we want to press in and, you know, one of the things we want to do is we want to... Uh, continually grow in the spirit don't get caught uh, doing the same old things day after day but let's ask the father what's the key plan russell's up for a all-night prayer meeting okay yeah come on we'll, we'll have to do it one night we'll do an all-night prayer meeting maybe as we come into shavuot we'll just have a whole night on prayer and a live video feed, feed will get a Zoom call going or something. Let's see what we can do with that. Welcome, Evelyn. Good to see you. We've got New Day coming in as well. We've got Jerry in Boston. Good to see you. We've got Lola in Florida. <laughs> oh, we've got Sharon in as well. Oh, excellent. Ian and Sharon in. Good to see you guys. It's, an, it's great to have you join us tonight. Hallelujah. We've got Dee. Welcome, Dee. Good to see you. Hallelujah. If you're watching, just give us a shout out. Tell us you're watching. And if you get a, a scripture, if the Father gives you a scripture you want to share, just post it in the feed and let's just see what happens. You know, the whole reason we're here is to be an encouragement to each other. So let's be an encouragement and press forward in the ways of Yahovah. So what we're talking about is we're talking about getting to the place where we are living our life on purpose, that we are pursuing the will of God. 
that we are walking in destiny. And, you know, I, I can't stop emphasizing this point because it's so important. When you are walking in uh, walking by faith, walking in destiny, walking in the plans of Yahovah, you will see his promises fulfilled within your life. So if you're in a place where you're seeing deferred hope, deferred hope, I want to ask you a question. Have you stepped out of the key things the Father's called you to do because you're focusing on how do you see the promises that God's given you come to pass? Well, let me tell you something. If you were a, you know, a bit of fruit on a tree, you know, if you were an apple on a tree, I don't know if anyone's got an apple tree. I've got lots of fruit trees here. I've got grapefruit trees, lemon trees, pomegranates. Uh, what else have I got? Uh, oh, all sorts of trees. Oh, yeah, I can't remember how the oranges, all that. You know, but what, what do we learn about the tree? You know, you don't walk past the tree and you hear the apples or the orange like going, oh, I'm just fighting to grow. It's just all nice and quiet. They're just getting on with it, partaking from the sap and growing. You know, there's not, you know, what should we be doing to see the promises of God fulfilled in our life? Should we be focused only on the promises? Dates, yes, we've got date trees. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> Good to see you, B, as well from uh, Texas. Thanks for joining tonight. So, you know, to, to see the, the purposes of God and the promises of God fulfilled in our life, you know, the world teaches us about focusing on your personal goals. You know, that's not what I teach within the scripture. We focus on the will of Yehovah, walking in the will of Yehovah. So how do we see ourselves? Do we see ourselves through the goal setting that we set in the natural, or do we see ourselves through who Yeshua says we are? So as we pursue him and pursue his will, all the promises the Father has given us, they will come to pass. But we don't have to labor over trying to force them to come to pass. There's things the Father's given me, you know, dreams, revelation, uh, incredible understanding. Years and years and years ago, he's told me of things that I will witness in my life. I've been there. I've seen it. I was taken in the spirit. I've witnessed those events. But not once have I tried to make any of those events happen, apart from one time. You know, there's one time when I was 19 years old and I walked past this building in London and all of a sudden I was taken in the spirit and I saw all the things that the father wanted in that building. And, uh, you know, we went down the path to make that happen. And uh, we just thought, oh, wow, this is amazing. And this is where I learned the lesson. At 19 years old, I learned the lesson on how do I handle the promises and the revelations that God gives me and what do I do with them? And how do I walk them out? You know, what's the steps that we take in walking these things out? And we've got to give these things back to the Father. We've got to press into the Father so we can see his kingdom come and his will done. But what I've discovered is that when we press in in the will of Yehovah, all these other things get added unto us. We see these promises fulfilled. We see the blessings of the Father, uh, you know, you know, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of the life. You're not following it. It's following you. So you get on with the mission 
and what you're called to do and you watch what the Father does and how he will lift you up in due season. So it's not about what we can accomplish and what our personal goals are. It's about how are we pursuing the will of the Father? What are the key things the Father has called us to do as we are doing what? Walking in destiny. You have been born for such a time as this. Every one of you, under the sound of my voice and watching on video, you are called for such a time as this. And you know what's what you know what's even more amazing? That the Father has called us together for such a time as this, that we are connected for such a time as this. And we can be an encouragement and a strength to each other in this journey as we walk forward. So anyway, I wanna I wanna share, you know, about keeping on the angle of prayer tonight. Um, I want to share about uh, when I was uh, working in uh, the dairy in Bracknell in Berkshire when I was 17 years old. And, um, you know, for one year I learned a whole trade by the voice of God. I share this whole testimony uh, on uh, on a, a video called Have We Lost the Love? Uh, you can get it on YouTube. Have We Lost the Love? You can go find it. And listen to my testimony where I share about moving to England and learning a whole trade by the voice of God, making hundreds of mistakes, thousands of mistakes, and the Holy Spirit giving me the keys and the answer to correct the mistakes. It was a miraculous journey. But after ministering to all the people in one of the largest independent dairies in the UK, you know, I knew I wasn't born to be living in a, working in a dairy and spending my entire life and, and days in this dairy. I know I was called to preach the gospel. I was called to minister in the nations because the Father had already given me key revelations and opened up, you know, what he had called me to do. And after, you know, I, I ministered to, you know, one and a half thousand people within that dairy I had incredible encounters with people. People would ask me to pray for them in the corridors and uh, in the car parks and in the canteen and everywhere I went. You know, it was just ministry, ministry, ministry. It was amazing what the Father did in that time in the dairy. But I got to the place where I said, Father, you know, I believe that I have ministered faithfully in this dairy. And, you know, you have you have called me to the nations what is the next step? So I'm not telling the Father what the next step is. I'm saying, what is the next step? And uh, he, he told me, he said, um, you know, it's time to step out in faith. Leave your job. And I'm like, okay, Father, so what do you want me to do? He said, I'll tell you when you leave. I'm like, well, I, I want to know now. He's like, no, I'm not going to tell you now. Once you leave your job, put your notice in, leave your job, I will open up the door for the next stage of your life so I had to go in put my notice in leave my job and the managers are like what are you talking about they're trying to give me a wage increase they're trying to put me on fast track to management uh, trying to entice me with all these different types of things and Alan Shearer you know my manager he, he looks me in the face he says isn't your job the most important thing in your life and I'm like Alan you know your job is not the most important thing in your life it should be your love for God and your love for your family. That should be more important to you than your job and for others, you know. And uh, I left the dairy. And after I left the dairy, you know, I finished on a, a Friday. And, uh, 
you know, I just rested on the on the Shabbat on Saturday. Then Sunday I was up in intercessory prayer at four o'clock in the morning, and I just felt to go for a drive. I got in the car, I prayed in the spirit all day, and I just drove all over the southern part of England. You know, I was in Bracknell, Berkshire, just outside London. I just drove for uh, ten hours something like that and I just kept filling up the fuel and just kept driving and praying in the spirit and oh I get to about six o'clock in the evening you know after being in intercession from the wee small hours of the morning I get to six o'clock in the evening and I am exhausted you know you ever get that time where you are just worn out in prayer I'm alert but I'm tired you know Everything's all happening together at the same time. Then I'm in a place called Aldershot uh, in Surrey, and you know my way back to Bracknell, Berkshire. Uh, for those of you who know the the area of London and that area outside London on the on the west of London. And uh, anyway, I'm driving along past this huge theatre building, and it says the King's Church. And the Holy Spirit says to me, "I want you to go in there," and I'm like, "Oh." I'm just so tired, you know, but I heard the voice of Yehovah so clear. Oh, I'm so tired. I'll go there next week. You know, I don't want to go there tonight. I'm just worn out. I've just been praying in the Spirit all day. I'm so tired. I just want to go back home and sleep. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, you need to go in there. You know, what's the whole point of you being out praying all day as you are pressing in? You know, I want you to walk in destiny and your destiny's in that building right now. So, so I'm like, okay, Father, you know, that's what I'm praying for. Open the doors. Guide me in the steps that you have called me uh, in accordance with your will to fulfill your purpose within my life. So I turn around, park the car. I go into the King's Church Aldershot. It's a few thousand people in the fellowship. Um, you know, you know, quite a large mega church in the UK back in the late 80s and I walk in uh, to this fellowship man the music is awesome the praise and worship's awesome you know I'm a drummer you know I love music and I'm just oh man this is awesome and they're just up there and you know I'm listening the bass player he's like amazing I'm like man that guy is on it and uh, you know I'm just enjoying the worship and enjoying the music and having a great time everyone's blessed and excited and singing and there's a spirit of joy in the place which is awesome and uh, then the word comes a good word everything's good then they have a time of prayer at the end and it gets to the end and I'm like okay father what am I doing here and no one talks to me at all you know the guy coming in the door shakes my hand that's the last person that spoke to me and I'm in this fellowship you know 25 minutes after the the service has ended and still not one person i'm just praying looking around thinking where is the what's the connection you have for me why have you got me in here father what are you saying to me and then i just said this to the father if no one comes and talks to me in the next couple of minutes i'm going to go up on the stage and talk to that bass player and just say hi to him because man he's pretty cool and uh that's what happens no one talks to me so I walk down it's one of those old theaters and I go up onto the big stage walk across and you know the bass guitarist is talking to someone you know I just tap him on the shoulder he turns around he looks me in the face he said you're a drummer aren't you I said yes 
He said, we are praying and fasting for a drummer and we go on tour in a couple of days and I believe you're meant to come on tour with our band. I'm like, absolutely. So, you know, can you come to rehearsal tomorrow? <laughs> you know, at a community center in the country hall? I said, absolutely, I'll be there. You know, talk about just divine appointments and holy assignments by Yehovah and how he directs your steps. I didn't even have to say anything. He just looks at me, says, you're a drummer. And, um, you know, I go back home, take my drums the next day, set my drums up with this band I've never met and just, you know, play. And then the next minute I'm on tour. We're traveling all over, ministering the gospel in the nation, you know. How amazing is Yahovah? Look at look at how good he is and how he guides our steps. He is faithful. So how difficult does it need to be to walk in the plan of Yahovah? You know, commit your ways to Yahovah. Surrender your life to him and you will see the breakthroughs because we are not just trying to uh, feel our way through life. No, we are living destiny. And what we love about it is that the Father has uh, surprises for us. He has doors that he opens, blessings for us that you might never have seen coming. He wants you to be blessed. That's why we read Deuteronomy chapter 28 about the blessings. You know, and you know, some people are embarrassed reading the, the portion of blessings because they think, oh, you know, you know, can I really proclaim this word, this passage of scripture over my life? Well, when you know your identity, that we are grafted into the commonwealth of Israel and Abraham is our father of the faith, you know, we are betrothed to Yeshua in marriage. You know, these blessings are for us. We are Israel. It's, this is not the church. There's no such thing as the church. You know, this is a fabricated Catholic doctrine. It doesn't say in the scripture church. It says ecclesia which goes back to first mentions at Mount Sinai. It's the assembly of the people. It's the assembly of Yehovah. It's not the church, you know, kirky, as we say in Scotland, the kirk. It's a German word, you know, to sit around in a circle. No, we are the assembly of the body of Messiah. Hallelujah. So anyway, what divine appointments and what incredible encounters the Father has. And if you will press in and intercede, you can be the answer and the blessing for so many other people. You can come to the place where, where just like that bass player, he just turned around and he didn't say, well, who are you? What do you want? Hi, nice to meet you. You know, uh, you know, have a little chat. See you later. You know, what was all that about? He turned around, looked me in the face. We are praying and fasting for a drummer and you're a drummer, aren't you? Well, if I didn't leave my job, you know, how I wouldn't have been able to go on tour in a couple of days because I'd have to put my notice in, go through all the, the process of leaving. I'd already left my job. I was already ready. I was ready to go. Hallelujah. We've got to be ready. So what steps do we have to take within our lives to be ready to walk in the Spirit? We're called to walk in the Spirit. Not so long back, I was on an airplane flying to the U.S. Uh, from Israel via Europe. And um, I'm sitting next to this woman uh, from uh, Switzerland. And um, I'm flying to Charlotte, North Carolina. She's going to Charlotte. And uh, she was part of this business, new age, mystic uh, 
course that she had been doing about um, bringing the supernatural and the spiritual into business. And, you know, that's what we should be doing by the Spirit. You know, we should be walking prophetically in the marketplace. We should not be running our businesses or even our employment from the place of the natural. We should be inquiring of the Father for wisdom of the Spirit and how we become effective in our jobs and in our efforts in the marketplace. So anyway, I'm sitting next to this woman. And she's talking about all the things she's going through on this course, all the things she's learning. And she asked what I do, and I, I'm telling I'm a business development specialist. And I said I'm also I'm also a, a, a minister of the gospel. She's like, what? What you're in business and and you minister? And I said everything you're talking about the supernatural within the marketplace. These are things that I teach. So she's like, yeah. Well, what what do you mean? I said, but I don't teach from a new age perspective because that opens the door to confusion because you have many gods. You've got uh, many voices. And when you're in the council of many gods and many voices, you have confusion. But when you have one God and one way, Yeshua says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. When you're just on one channel, you can operate in the shalom and the peace of Elohim. And you can be effective in the decisions that you make within your business and within your life. Well, all of a sudden, I've got her attention. And uh, she said, well, well, tell me what the Bible says. And we just went off on a Bible study for a few hours. And, you know, <clears throat> I, I think we talked for, I don't know, like four hours or something. And then I said, look, I really need to get a rest. I've been up all night. I said, I'm just going to take an hour, an hour rest. And then any questions, just write down questions that you have. Man, this woman is hungering and thirsting for the word to know more about God. She's hungering and thirsting. I said, just get your, you know, get your iPad out and just make some notes of questions that you have. I'm going to have a sleep for an hour because I can hardly keep my face open. And let's talk. So she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no problem. So I go to sleep, and I'm in a deep sleep. Hopefully I wasn't snoring too loud, you know, but that's probably what was happening. <laughs> and, uh... Anyway, exactly one hour, you know, I've got this tugging on my shoulder and I'm sort of coming out of sleep and she's she's tugging on my shoulder and she says, oh, uh, she said, I just wanted you to know that you've been asleep for one hour. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, you said you wanted an hour rest. I didn't want you to oversleep or anything. I'm like, ah, oh, no problem. That's fine. She said, I've been writing all these questions talk about someone you know hungry because I started uh, putting my finger on all the points of where she was having problems with this Buddhism and Hinduism approach to you know your spiritual center and how to make decisions and and hear from uh, you know from the universe on on how to you know move for all this crazy stuff you know crystals and all the things that she was being taught and applying. Anyway, she had all these questions. We started answering questions, going through all these questions. Then I get to a place and I said, listen, you know, I'm giving you the answer to all these questions, but you know what? Yeshua wants to talk to you personally. And you might be watching tonight and you're thinking, you know what? I want to walk in destiny with God and, you know, have I truly 
trusted in him? Am I, am I really living the life as a believer? Or, you know, have I just made decisions to follow Yeshua? But really, there's no evidence in my life of what it means to walk with God. Then my encouragement tonight, today, is that you will take hold of the altar, uh, you know, of Yehovah and say, Father, you know, I want to come to you and I want to commit my way to you. I want to move on for you in a mighty way and see your kingdom come and your will done. And I, I shared this with this, this woman. I said, listen, you know, I'm, I'm sharing with you revelation. You're getting all fired up because of the revelation of the scripture. But let me tell you something. You know, if, if you will come to Yeshua, he will open your eyes and the scripture will come alive. Oh, man. I tell you, you've never seen, this woman is on fire. She is getting it. There's an open heaven. The presence of Yehovah is so strong on this airplane. She said, yeah, I want to do this. I want to repent of my sins. You know, I've, I've rejected God. I'm not, I've not been walking in the one God. I'm trying to declare myself as my own God and make all the decisions about me, my health, my spirituality, my businesses, my walk, you know, my influence. And, you know, she just broke down and just gave her life to Yeshua. And, you know, the prayer, you know, what took place was so incredible. It was so supernatural what the Father did on that airplane you know, one hour before we landed in Charlotte. It was amazing what the Father did. And I just want to encourage you that you have the wealth of the knowledge of Yehovah within you. And if we will just spend time to learn how to communicate the truth, how to communicate the gospel, how to be led by the Spirit, you know, we will see a mighty outpouring of the Spirit within our lives. In Isaiah 62, verse 1, it said, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake I will not remain silent till her righteousness shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a blazing torch. Let me tell you something. You and I are all called to pray for Zion. We are all called to pray for Jerusalem. Don't remain quiet. Partition God for the outpouring of the Spirit, for salvation like a blazing torch to come to this land. Or you might be praying for your nation, and I'm going to stand with you in praying for your nations. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, what we're looking at here that's so important is we're looking at, you know, the Father is saying, don't give me rest. Don't let me forget what I have promised concerning Zion and Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Till her righteousness shines out like the dawn. How is our righteousness going to shine like the dawn? How is our salvation going to be like a blazing torch? Only by Yeshua. It's only by Yeshua. So we've got to get to that place where we are pressing in to see the victory in Messiah. So I want to encourage you, you know, read Isaiah 62. We're going to, we're going to focus on that uh, portion of Scripture tomorrow. I just want to give you uh, some, some key things to look at tonight. And Russell will like this. I've got some more homework for you. I want you to consider uh, what steps you are taking within your devotion to care for the needs of others. 
Are you praying and are you ministering to the needs of others? How are you doing it? And I want you to write a list. And, and, and if there's areas where gaps where you don't feel like you're doing the things the Father's called you to do, I want you today to ask the Father, you know, what's your orders? How is he going to commission you to minister the gospel of the kingdom to this generation? So just take time to pray right now. And as we just pray corporately, Father, I ask you to do a mighty work within our lives. We give you permission to fill us up and send us out. That We thank you that you are in us, but we ask you to work through us. We ask you to be effective in bringing life to the brokenhearted. We choose to walk destiny's path over trying to live the dream. We want to walk in your ways because that's where the blessings are. I know so many people, Father, who are pursuing to live the dream and they lose everything. They're miserable. Even when they gain everything in the natural, what do they have in the spirits? They've, they've given up what it truly means to walk in the spirit for the things that they can, they can obtain in the natural. And my encouragement to you today is let's make a plan before the Father. I'm not talking about making your goal plan uh, in the natural. I'm talking about coming before the Father and saying, am I walking in your steps? Is there areas that I need to move into? Is there areas in intercession that you are calling me to? You know, have you ever heard someone say, you know, oh, you're involved in intercession. Oh, that's a great calling. You know, what an amazing calling. You've really got to be called to intercede. And the reason they say that is because of the effort that's involved in intercession. And I just want to reach out to you tonight. And I want to ask you the question, will you take up the call to minister in intercession? And, you know, we can pray for each other and that's great. But ask the Father, what do I need to be praying for in my community? Is there someone in the community you need to start pressing in and praying for and sharing the gospel with? What's the Father calling you to do? Are you praying for Israel? Are you praying for Jerusalem? For the establishment of the righteousness of the people in the land of Israel to shine out like the dawn for her salvation to be a blazing torch. And why is this so important? When we see the outpouring of the Spirit here in the land, not when the Messiah comes. This is before. This is not millennial kingdom. When we see the outpouring of the Spirit in the land, it will be as the greatest love story ever told to the nations because His glory will be revealed. His revelation will go across the entire world. And you look at what COVID-19 is doing within the nations and just think of what an outpouring of revival from Jerusalem to the nations will do. It's going to be as life from the dead. So my encouragement today is to press in in prayer. I want to thank you for joining with me tonight. I hope you've been encouraged with the word as we are just sharing. I want to encourage you to share uh, this message tonight with others to be an encouragement. Um, I'm just going to uh, post a link here. You have my email address. I post it every day. Let me write it for you. Kenny at bulldozer faith dot dot com Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Oh yeah, I was looking at where I'm writing. Okay, it's over there. 
Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you've got testimonies you want to share, if the Father has <coughs> given you a word, then please email me. It's great to hear from you. Uh, it's great to hear feedback. If you need counsel, if you're going through things you need someone to pray with privately, uh, just to press in uh, with what you're going through, send me an email. Tell me what time zone you are in. And uh, we'll either get on a, a Facebook call or WhatsApp or we'll just call on the phone to whatever country you're in. So just let us know because we are here to walk together. And I believe that as we encourage each other and press in together, we can be far more effective for the kingdom. So if you've been joining us for a while, I want to encourage you to invite other people to come and join these devotions that we do each day. Just give them the links, give them the place where they can connect. We're doing a big push right now on Bulldozer Faith uh, Facebook um, just to get people to connect. Uh, let me just give you the link here. We're, we want people to connect on the podcast. We have a we have a lot uh, we have a lot of people and a growing audience on the podcast, and we really want to increase that. That every time a new episode goes up every day that uh, more and more people in the nations of the world are watching on podcast. And what's amazing about podcast versus Facebook and YouTube is, you know, you can on your smartphone or uh, your computer, you can put the podcast on. It's just the audio. So even if you've got broadband issues or you're driving, you can even download it into your car on your smart devices. And it doesn't matter what your signal levels are like. It doesn't matter if you're driving through a tunnel. And, you know, many testimonies are coming in on the lives that are being impacted from these devotions. So let's do our bit in sharing uh, these with others. And we're doing a little promotion on there. Uh, if you see that, that's great. Um, you can also post reviews on the Bulldoze of Faith page on Facebook. And that's good because people like to, when they come into Bulldoze of Faith for the first time, it's nice for them to see up-to-date reviews on how blessed people are with the ministry and what the Father is doing in their lives. Because we believe in miracles. We believe in signs and wonders and miracles and being led by the Spirit and seeing a mighty move of His kingdom within our lives. All right. Blessings, everyone. Thanks for joining with us. And, uh, you know, in the UK, it's getting pretty late over there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 20 minutes to 12. It's 20 minutes to 2 here in Israel. And um, it's morning in Australia. Hi, Esther. Good to see you. Didn't see you in there. Um, Tony, welcome. Good to see you. Have I missed anyone out? <laughs> Thanks for joining with us. Hope you've been blessed with the message. Look forward to catching up with you tomorrow where uh, we are also going to be talking on this subject. Uh, we've got uh, Christine. Welcome. Our time together goes too quickly. Once again, I'm refreshed and replenished in the walk with Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Christine. That's awesome. That's who the Father is. He is amazing. And, you know, as we share these things, <coughs> it's, it, you know, it, it's uplifting when we are in the environment of faith. But expect to hear from heaven. Expect to hear words from heaven as you go through your day or even as you sleep, you know, as we go into dreamland. Let our dreams and our sleep be filled with rest and peace and also visions and dreams. Hallelujah. Thanks for watching. Shalom, shalom. See you all tomorrow.